The information presented in this program is not intended as legal, health, or nutritional advice. All topics are provided for informational purposes only and are not necessarily endorsed. Neither Light On nor its host accepts responsibility for any statements, views, or opinions presented in this episode. All rights reserved. It feels like all our heroes are coming. We all know why. World itself just one big hoax. All right, welcome to a light on podcast. Today we have Lauda Leon, uh, who is uh, another uh, near death experiencer. I'm happy to have you here on the podcast today, and you have uh, quite the story or stories to tell us. Um, first, I want to ask you from from listening to your other comments that you've made online. Um, you've had three near-death experiences. So, and I, I, I hear this. I'm sorry. Had more. more. Wow. Okay. So my first question is, and I hope this isn't insensitive, but because I hear it from some uh, NDEers, you know, they have multiple experiences. Like, are you people playing in traffic? What's going on? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I think, um, I think for me, uh, I can only speak to my experience, uh, yeah. you know, for there was a a thing a protocol where for 39 years you know there would be many attacks um and they could try to take me out right mm. technically they did right there were there was a lot of success around like the accidents that happened and the things to cause it not every one of them but then i kept coming back because you know i there was a lot done and this is kind of before birth uh, memories there was a lot done to get me here so even though i died there were provisions to make sure i would come back and so they had to like i was 39 and that was the window and there's something about that which is some kind of a law and then after that if i was able to transmute and, and transcend certain um conditions of the attacks then they it was hands off hmm. so you feel like that was orchestrated all of these were oh, yeah. orchestrated okay oh yeah and i mean you know parts of it are also for me to learn what is out there in the astral realms right yeah because sometimes you have to go through death to see certain things and then come back and use that knowledge so i think it was allowed to happen but it wasn't allowed for me to stay dead because i should have been brain dead more than once considering Mm -hmm. the amount of time i was dead but i would come back completely fine and that is a, a divine protection right okay so your first one was at birth yeah my first one was a really strange uh medical x-file so you know the the medical x-file started right from the beginning Mm -hmm. um and that was very odd and they technically it wasn't a coma it was something completely different uh but i was born stillbirthed so that was 
that was like my entrance coming in was a still birth because I was stalling coming in because of all the things that I was being shown. And I was having too many questions about, you know, can we pull this off? Can we, you know, are we equipped to pull this mission off? And because of the things that I was shown, I was so um, alarmed. And I was alarmed at how I was coming in with this body because I was such a like small female that I started having doubts. Like, I don't know if I can pull this off. So I'm stalling. I'm asking a lot of questions. And the body of the baby was birthed. So she was birthed still. Oh, okay. And, um, and then they had to get me into the body right away. And that was uh, painful because we had to go at hyperspeeds. And then basically, you know, they had to really, with full velocity, um, push my soul in the body of the of the bo of the body of the baby and you know the body of the baby was on a table dead and as soon as they with full velocity threw my soul in the body actually like the whole body picked itself up from the table <laughs> because of the impact and the impact was really painful so and then as soon as i entered that body it was you know i had full consciousness like I do now. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't have like the mind of a baby or anything like that. I was fully mm -hmm. conscious in a body of a baby who couldn't move, talk. Like I couldn't, you know, I was just a glob. So shortly after that, I had a strange medical X-file that they can't explain um, where I went into a state that was similar to a coma, but not a coma. They couldn't understand what it was. And um, I was allergic to all human food as well. Oh, that's a problem. So there's, you know, all this weird, weird stuff going on. And um, no matter what they did, they couldn't get me out of that, whatever that state was I was in. But this was uh, later after birth you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but so as far as the the mission, do you mm -hmm. what, what was that? What was told to you as far as what your mission was? Well, I mean, I haven't really released all the information about that because okay. um, I am writing a book about it. So, but I will give you some information okay. about it. Uh, it it has to do with the dismantling of all of these matrices mm -hmm. and the release and emancipation of all humanity um, from this containment system and this uh, machine, which is imprisoned souls. Ad infinitum, right? Just yes. like which I want to get into cycling. Yeah, big time. <clears throat> so it has a lot to do with the reality machine that has to be taken down. And the reality mm -hmm. machine is um is what dictates and what has dictated the series of events that have followed under the jurisdiction of these controllers. Mm-hmm. Which is to say they can create a timeline of events and have it be prophetic, but they actually um, generate the um, the actual events through technology. So okay. this whole system is technology. We're in a, a technological holographic interface system. Sort of AI, right? System. 
Absolutely. So the reality machine is something that's been programmed uh, from the, well, when it got instituted, that was, you know, many thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years ago. And then of course, everybody became enslaved in the system. And it was well known in the universe that nobody could really get out of here. And, um, and that's really why we came in to help with that and to, you know, bring it down and to be like frequency markers for, you know, the things that were to follow to do that because, um, it, the game is up. Mm -hmm. So I'm just getting into this kind of whole, um, area and it's, I mean, it's still a little confusing for me. So if there's, I mean, some some people describe it as like, you know, this whole realm is just kind of controlled by evil and that's it. Um, but if so, if missions are being given out, who's giving out the missions? Who is like, you know, is there is there good here? And how how does that whole work? That whole thing work? Well, OK, so there are a lot of councils involved in the universe and these councils are allied together. Right. Now, when I was really little, um, you know, I mean, I'm talking really little, six, seven, eight, nine. I'd already knew about the Galactic Federation. Okay. Um, so, because they were coming to me. And um, this, there's a, an alliance of all of these um, powers in the universe that have been working towards um, helping to emancipate. But... There are laws that they have to abide by and they can't interfere in a person's um, personal journey of their own personal evolution. So they have to be careful what they can and cannot do, right? Because this is a containment system. This is This has been turned into a prison realm. But at the same time, people have a certain will to complete their own personal evolution, right? So they have to work within parameters um, on a macro scale to help, but at the same time, not on a micro scale to alter your personal evolution. Mm -hmm. So is there free will? Because people will there's say that this fight. is just, a, there's a simulate, this is a simulation. Everything is like. It is, scripted. it is. But okay. then there's your higher soul, right? Your over soul or your real true being body, right? That Okay. You're just dipping in here, basically, in this avatar, right? This isn't yeah. like where you actually are. So that that is giving you is giving you a um, a journey for your own evolution, so that you can get to the next level of evolution of the becoming. I call it the becoming. So there are certain things that are lined out for each person based on your true oversoul of who you really are in this picture. But there's also the machine that dictates your control mechanism interface reality theater that is played out. And in that, yeah, it can be very much that you don't have a will. There are certain things we do have and there's certain things you have to learn to work with within the simulation to be able to you know, access those keys and those codes so that you can start really bringing in your true personal journey. Mm -hmm. Can and you not, give me an example of that? Not, of like mm -hmm, something sure, we would like, have control over? 
yeah, like uh, if I look at all the things that I experienced in my life, it was all clearly planned out, clearly by design. Um, every, uh, the, the entire solar system is a jurisdiction of control. It's a part of the machine. Um, bar Venus, Venus, I think, is a little bit of an exception where, you know, she's been pulled in and controlled, but not she didn't give up and she didn't become rogue but the rest of the celestial bodies are here to be the computer software if you will of your theater life right in projecting something so when i look at the experiences i had that was all lined up for me and it didn't seem like i had any choice whatsoever like it was just what where am i in the picture right mm -hmm. until i with everything I had began to change my relationship to how I related to the interface system. So when I did that, as hard as it was, I literally chose a different path, but your neurons have to follow that if you're really honest about it and you really put your work in it because you have to change the way you relate to reality. So when the theater is being being created for you you basically become a puppet of the theater so it takes a lot of will for you to not be that puppet and to be determined to choose your own path and start overriding the programs but you have to change literally every thought of how you interface with reality to the point where eventually it loses its grip on you and you begin having more of your own path and then you can connect to your oversoul better to sort of complete what you're what you're here to do so we kind of have a combination of everything going on here mm -hmm. and i think the reason we have a combination of everything happening at the same time so yes control system yes there's a measure of will not complete will but you know you are in contact and communication with your oversoul your oversoul chose a certain path and then there's the machine right but it's because everything exists here at the same time literally everything so definitely a cornucopia of <laughs> bullshit <laughs> yeah and you know you you either stay a puppet yeah and if you stay a puppet, then you are going to believe the theater that is created for you. Hmm. That is your life. And you're going to be subject to whatever that is. Or you change your consciousness. You change the way you think about everything. You change every thought you have so that your DNA begins to reflect that and change on a subatomic level. You change. You bring in all the other frequencies that you're made of, but you allow them to come in. And then you can start creating different things. And at that point, you're overriding the programs. And it's more about your path is clear. Something very strange happens when you do this. You go through what I call the desert. Because when the, um, when the matrices or the simulacrum the facsimile loses its hold on you in the way that it did in the past, keeping you within the theater, you suddenly don't have anything going on in your life. It's like all the backdrop reality just doesn't engage with you. 
and there's like nothing. So when it's I think I'm being really boring, that just means I'm unplugging from the matrix. Well, I don't know about boring. Boring, I think, <laughs> okay. is a bit different, right? All right, damn. Because this is more like you you get to that place where because it can't engage with you in the same way you're just kind of in this uh, this empty space of whatever you want to be mm -hmm. and a lot of the backdrop can't really come in at that point because there's nothing to engage to it's like you're now able to focus and determine your path better and that's when I say it's, you know, you have to make a concerted effort to connect with your oversoul for your own plan of your becoming and what that looks like mm -hmm. without the engagement of the, uh, the matrix, without the engagement of the parasitic mind giving you something that it wants you to think about. Mm -hmm. So your mind becomes kind of empty and it's really just... Uh, it's kind of a real infinite feeling. And although it may feel empty, it's not. It's just full of whatever you want it to be. So, it, but it takes a long time to do this. There's yeah. no quick fix here. Because you have to change literally the way you relate to reality. And that means you have to change every thought in your mind and how you've uh, allowed yourself to feel right because it will it will generate what it wants you to feel so you've got to learn the difference between what it's generating in you and what it's interfacing in you and what you are so you know it's an evolution that takes time determination and you know really harnessing that will and connecting to your, you know, oversoul. Yeah. Not sound like an easy feat. I think I'm probably pretty bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think when I think when you've been really, you know, the things that I've experienced in my life are so crazy and insane that you get to the point where you really maybe it's because of that that i had that determination because i was like i'm not doing this i'm just not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be a plaything. and you know on the macro scale i get that it was allowed divinely to all happen like that because it taught me a lot about everything that is here it taught me about you know what we're dealing with what's behind the veils what what interacts with people all the time that you can't see. So it, although it was allowed, I had to get to the point where, okay, I've had a lot of experiences. Um, now it's time for me to embark on my own and not just be, a, you know, a puppet subject to whatever the sim wants yeah. me to experience. Right. Or, or yeah. the attacks from the lower astral realms, because they're terrified that you're going to break free or they're terrified that, you know, they don't want you to. So they'll do whatever they can to keep you a victim. And only you can get out of it. Yeah. And, and you they want you to keep fighting against them, right? Right. As part of the theater. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, so you you really got to learn a lot about how, how it all works. And also know that you you have divine help. 
that you are connected to something so much bigger than any of this. And you're allowing yourself to go through this. So even though, yeah, it's a containment system, there, there is something about your own personal journey through it that you allowed as well, mm-hmm. as crazy as that sounds. And this is coming from yeah. someone who experienced horrific things from being attacked by all manner of things here. Like we're talking, you know, demons, creatures, like you name it. Um, you know, extraterrestrial beings that like, I mean, it was an open door. It was like, you know, I used to make a joke. Like I have a cafe in the middle of the universe and everybody just walks <laughs> up. Right. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of agendas, but there is a, a huge work with all these alliances that are together working towards the final end phase of this. Like it's, it's done. It's time for everyone to get to that level of evolution that has been denied them through all the hacking and through everything that's been happening to keep everybody at the lowest common denominator of their frequency. If your frequency is at, at the lowest common denominator through the hacking of your DNA and your genes, your consciousness is going to reflect that. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're going to be designed technologically to interface with this specific simulacrum, right? This specific copy reality. I think so, I, I think personally that they're unable to chemically alter your DNA. I don't think DNA works like they tell us that it does. And a lot of my show is about kind of debunking that that stuff. I think we're really connected to source. Oh, yeah. um, but they're trying different ways mm-hmm. um, through like electromagnetic yeah. uh, right. frequencies because, and such. Yeah. Because you're comprised of frequencies, right? Your DNA yeah. is actually the most magical substance in existence. Mm. It's not fixed because you're not fixed. Why aren't you fixed? Because you can travel through any dimension, you can go anywhere. Your DNA reflects that. Yeah. So, you know, the, the only limitation I say is a limitation we put on ourselves. And if you see yourself as a victim, then you're going to be more susceptible to the hacking that they're doing using, you know, all the stuff that they're using in the food. I mean, they're really going out of their way to yeah. <laughs> try yeah. whatever. They, but, you know, again, right, the, it, it's an agreement of sorts, right? An agreement of entrapment of sorts, because what they want is to keep you in that victim phase because then you're going to do it yourself. Right? Like, because this is the power we have. We create, we literally create. So Mm -hmm. when we agree to something, that's why I said, like I had to change the way I related to reality. Yeah. You know, when I was very little, like, you know, I remember sitting, I was six years old and this teacher was there and he was asking me, you know, because I was always talking about things that were like, whoa. <laughs> and, I, and I kept saying to him, everything is real and nothing is real. Mm. You know, and I'm six. And his name was Mr. Finnegan. And he was like, what? What do you mean everything's real, nothing's real? I'm like, that's the key. So you put the limitation on yourself, Right. You don't have to. And this is why something like the work from Dr. Emoto was so huge. For oh, people. yeah, the water experiments. Right? Because yeah. that's you. You give it love. You get, And 
it crystallizes in a completely beautiful divine resonant way yeah you give it hate it does it, it reflects it guess what that's what happens to us with every thought we have and yeah. every thought we have determines how your dna structures itself to reflect that so that's the that's what the matrix reflects back mm -hmm. right that's what the universe here reflects back right as far as the the things that they're i want to try to put this on youtube someday so i'll be a little careful but ultimately i don't care um mm -hmm. the things that they're putting in mm -hmm. medical uh you know, whatever's, uh, do you think those can stop somebody from ascending or going, um, uh, back to home, wherever that is? I like to call it dissension or incension, mm -hmm. incension, because we're going in, we're not going out. Yeah. Okay. Because going out is part of the, the trap they want you to do. They want you to go out of yourself. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going through the incension process mm -hmm. because our universes are all within. Okay. But that particular thing that they're doing and, you know, again, right. What is it? It's based on an agreement of entrapment, whether through ignorance or not, they don't really care. They can yeah. care less. Mm -hmm. But what you're agreeing to is allowing a technology to override your divine template. And it's going to delete pieces of that divine template. And that and those pieces are going to continue to be deleted over time. So they have that power? As this well, yeah, but again, right? It it they do have that power if you agree to it. Yeah. If you don't, no, they don't have that power. But it is a technology that goes in and does re- wire and changes it it literally creates the artificial version while deleting the divine one and it does this over time because this technology works over time it doesn't just stop right so in essence yes you are going to have things deleted and in that way you're going to be fractalized Again, right? It's a splitting of you. Mm. It's splitting pieces of you so that they go missing. Where do they go? You know, it, it and it gets replaced by this thing that's synthetic. But that is an agreement. So, you know, unfortunately, I mean, that to me is horrifying. It's absolutely, yeah. positively the most terrifying thing you could do to yourself. Yeah. Because it's like erasing your divine template. So... Can it be overridden? I mean, I believe that, you know, the, the father and the mother of prime creation have no limitations ultimately. Okay. So anything is possible. You know, mm -hmm. I always say, you know, Pinocchio can become real. If really if Pinocchio really, really wants to, <laughs> but you know how that looks and what that means for the sojourn of that specific soul i don't know does that mean that they're going to have to start you know kind of from the beginning again or you know go through a huge uh, evolutionary stage all over again for a million years? i don't know mm -hmm. but anytime that you agree to be erased you're agreeing to be erased 
Right. You have to be very careful what you're interacting with here. Um, they've, you know, yeah. they've, they've constructed so many, you know, systems in order to make that happen that it's so, I mean, it's so difficult at this point to see them all. And, um, and you know, and I do believe there's some people who have like such a strong connection to a uh, prime source, to the father and the mother divine. I like to call them um, that, you know, if they realized it was really a huge mistake and they weren't really aware of it or whatever. I mean, like I say, I do believe there is no limitation to what the true prime source can do. I would think, I would hope, you know? right? yeah. But like anything, you, you have to, with all of your being, fight for it because you made a big mistake. It's It's like redemption, right? When you know you've done something horrible and you have to redeem yourself, you can't just, you know, you can't just do nothing about it. Mm -hmm. You have to change everything. So. Uh, I, I want to go into your actual ND, but, um, or ease, <laughs> but uh, I have to ask, you know, where, if there is a prime creator, which I believe there is, obviously, where where is he or he and she i mean he she yeah yeah what's uh, going on there i mean i kind of well it's allowance right yeah this is all being allowed because ultimately like true prime creation it won't stand in the way of your learning and even if you self-entrapped even if you didn't realize and somehow you got into an agreement of entrapment that locked you into a reality it's going to allow it for your own betterment in the macro in the greater picture of it all so it's not going to intercede and override you so there's a lot that has been allowed but only to a point right this is why that point is now reached because it's been the things that have been done to keep people contained in like their personal Faraday cages uh, so that they can't evolve is just gotten to the point where it's a, it's a tipping point in the universe. So that point has now been reached. It has always been in, in the will of the divine mother and the father to allow this to go on as long as it needed to, but not to go on indefinitely because it can't because if it did it would really destroy the universe because everything is butterfly effect right mm -hmm. what is the ultimate purpose though i mean it just seems like like torment if we're if we're all ultimately like sparks of individual sparks of god or whatever you want to call it you know aren't we perfect and and divine i mean it seems like they're letting us go through this sort of purification process but why do we need a purification process so once you are a created being to know yourself is to know all things but you can't know that until you experience the polarity and the duality because you can't know that's the whole purpose of you being a created being mm -hmm. as soon as you're a created being you're now literally within the juxtaposition of you know the dark and the light the good and the bad you're going to experience it all as a created being and creator right mm -hmm. so 
I feel like that's just kind of how it went. And, you know, there's been a lot of beings that took advantage of it and they went with it and their technology was so great that they could contain an entire galaxy, an entire system, really an entire universe. But, you know, that was allowed. And ultimately you got to look at the greater picture. Like it's not an accident. Everybody's here mm -hmm. as, as crappy as it is. And yeah, it's been insane. There's parts of this that you have to take responsibility for because even as a being that's stuck in a planet or in a realm somewhere, and you now have to face terrible things to stay alive because of the condition of that realm or whatever, if you make choices that are bad for you karmically, then you sort of start roping yourself in. So there is a level of responsibility we have to have with this. But ultimately, is it a mistake? I don't believe that any being anywhere is a mistake. I believe that, okay, there's certain points. You get the lesson, you get the memo, you can move on. But like I say, there are forces that have taken over and it's that, that has been the problem. So I believe that a lot of um, the beings here have been kept from their own personal evolution. So through the hacking and the resets, they have been prevented from their natural evolution to incend, to go in, in, in the process of incension, to become what they need to become. That has been stalled, stopped. And, you know, what's happened in its place is this like ad, ad infinitum recycling of your life over and over again, right? Under yeah. the guise of karma. Like, oh, you have to come back because, you know, you, you didn't get this right. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> but how, no. How does karma work then? Well, I mean, I think the the jurisdiction of the karmic lords, right? Their whole thing is everything is is recorded, right? Everything you think, everything you've done, everything you like, everything is recorded, literally. That's so, and of course it's recorded. We're in a projection system. <laughs> um, so they can easily set something up for you to basically give you really bad choices to make that will set up your own karma. Mm, right. Is that, is that fair? No, I don't think that's fair because if you're going to do some, if you're going to set somebody up and say, well, you know what? You only get a couple choices and both of them really suck for you. Mm -hmm. That isn't to me fair. So in that way, I don't think the karma holds. I think that's a legality that has been done to entrap people. So I think people just need to know that yeah. they can say, uh, no, you know what? I didn't really agree to be hacked. I didn't agree to have my DNA hacked in my lineage. Yeah. And, you know, now to be devolved to this level and therefore not have the intelligence that is my birthright through spirit and template. Like I didn't agree to this stuff. But it I've, is ultimately up to you because everybody has their own intellect, right? Everybody right. has the ability to to do the research, to to learn, and we've right. forgotten that responsibility. Well, there's and an argument there, right? Yeah, that's, and that is something that people have to switch on with because yeah. everything you have access to everything, you have access to be able to go anywhere. You can travel 
to any dimension, to any place. You can connect with anything. You can have the answers. It's all, you are literally comprised of everything in all of the infinite verses, right? But if you don't do anything with it and you're just happy to be a victim of the hacking, because you can undo the hacking, right? It's the same as, um, you know, everybody has been hacked to have a uh, reptilian DNA because that's the reptilian brain, by the way, that's your mm -hmm. fight or flight, right? Yeah. And that was a way to keep your frequency as low as possible so that you're on survival mode and blah, 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 right? To keep you down and not connect to that celestial DNA that you are. So you can undo that. Nothing's fixed. Your DNA is literally the most metaphysical substance that is the greatest miracle in existence. All that can be undone. But if you choose not to do anything about it, if you're like, oh, well, you know what? <laughs> I guess that's just the way it is. Hmm. Well, that's the way it's going to be for you. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about pushing the limits. It's all about not allowing yourself to say that can't, that isn't possible. That's the worst thing you could do. That's not possible. Well, you know what? We are the impossible. Literally, we're created beings of the impossible. Everything's possible. Mm, I so, believe it. Uh, I've, um, you mentioned reptilians. So I have to ask because I've gone really deep down the rabbit hole <laughs> as far as that lately. Um, are are they beings that you believe are real? Um, I've come to see a lot of evidence that that shows they're kind of in charge of everything around here. I've seen them. Okay. In the flesh. That's scary. Yeah, super real. Um, I was also, you know, I, I had involvement with a faction of the Drach, uh, which are Drach, Drach. That's what they like to call like Dracula, them. right? Yeah. Drach, like draconian. Yeah. Um, that um, split off from their brothers, who are the ones that are really just causing so much chaos and havoc and imprisonment and all this horrifying stuff. Like, you know, they're the ones that are really into taking um, source energy and pedophilia and all that stuff, right? Adrenochrome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, where people are, they have basically possessed many people and, and or are actually reptilian looking like humans, which are in, you know, pretty much the governments all over the world and, you know, a lot of the stars, whatever, right? All that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but this faction of the Drach, which went against all that and is trying to help humanity. Um, I actually had contact with them over a period of seven years. And, um, and these, they're actually very interesting because they have been working with their DNA to undo a lot of that low frequency because they really want to um, evolve. And they don't want to be a part of their brother factions that are taking that have been taking over this whole time. So they've been working with their DNA to try and evolve so that they can um, get to evolve because their brothers aren't right. The the enemy faction. Yeah. 
And I learned a lot of interesting things. So, you know, not all of them are horrible. Not all of them are bad. This whole entire, um, you know, rebel Rach that I met, they are doing what they can to help and to fight against their own brothers to help us. So, you know, that was to me very fascinating. Um, but don't they I, all feed off of negative frequencies? So, I mean, aren't they all? Well, the ones that I met, like I say, they've been working with their DNA. Altering, trying to change that. To change that. Like, they, right. don't, they don't want that. And that's not how they get uh, their substance anymore. So, you know, you... <sighs> You have, and of course, you know, the, the frustrating thing is you can't prove any of this, right? What am I going to say? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to, you know, I couldn't bring a camera with me and record these visitations, you know, when they would take me to their, their um, world. But I know I've experienced um, real reptilians in the flesh. The first one I, I remember seeing, I was nine years old and um, I had, you know, was taken by the government and it was, you know, one of the, one of many times, but I happened to wake up and I was on a, uh, like a kind of a dental chair type thing. I wasn't supposed to wake up. And when I did, there were a team of doctors there. There were some human doctors and military and, uh, and then right, right beside me was a reptilian wearing a doctor's, uh, you know, the white, mm -hmm. They wear so it was a full-on reptilian wearing this like doctor's coat can you and, describe what it, what they look like exactly yeah they're tall they're very muscular they're um this one in particular was very greeny like a lot of different kind of shades of green mm -hmm. uh, slight uh protrusions in the skull with like a uh, small um i don't know like it looked like there should have been horns, but they're not, but they just come out a little bit and, okay. and throughout his skull. Um, no nose, just just holes. I mean, I probably, would, I should just draw this stuff, right? Mm. Um, to make it easier, but no mouth the way you think of. It's kind of like a slit, like the holes. There's holes for ears. There's no real ears. Um but, you know, I was nine years old, and when I woke up and I saw him, I didn't have a context for it. Like, I, you know, so I I thought it was a demon, and I thought I was, you know, that he was going to kill me and eat me. And um, he telepathically was trying to get me to calm down, and they were all surprised that I woke up. I shouldn't have woken up because it gave me a lot of drugs, but, you know, I had this habit of waking up no matter when I would be abducted. So... Um, he spoke to me telepathically and he was like, you know, we're not, we're not going to hurt you and we're not, we're not going to kill you. And he was trying to calm me down, but you know, so the military works with these beings and that's a real thing. But I don't really see the government or military as doing anything good. So what was, no, the... they're not, and right. they weren't doing anything good with me, but okay, their only thing was, we're not going to kill you. And they said, we're uh -huh. not going to hurt you but i mean clearly they're taking genetic samples they're doing whatever yeah. you know gotcha. so they're they're collecting data right uh -huh. and 
maybe even doing surgeries, right? Because I know I've had many surgeries done in that fashion. Um, are they doing something good? I don't really think so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they can enhance your abilities and things like that, but it's towards their own agenda and end. And no, I don't agree they're doing anything good at all. And they, sh you know, part of taking all of this down is taking all of them down. Like that's, you know, yeah. but they're, they're like hypersensitive and interested in collecting data from all the primes and the reels and the meccas and the angelics and, you know, anybody who's from anywhere, like who has a celestial imprint, who has a celestial blueprint and template, they're on you. Like there's no hiding. They know everybody. <laughs> so who's who out of the group that you just mentioned? Are, are would, would you say that everybody who's like conscious of the stuff going on in the world is... Um, yes. One of those? Uh... Uh, yes. Okay. They may not remember that they were abducted, um, that their you know DNA has been collected, or that they've been surveilled. They may not know any of that. Might might not be in their awareness. But yeah, I don't know a single one that isn't. Hmm. It's just like they determine what they do with you based on, like I know it sounds kind of weird, but based on your origin and your celestial template it determines how much they can use you and for what and some just have a little more than others right mm -hmm. so you know then you get used more and you can do more stuff like it's really unlimited i you know remember waking up in another time i was abducted and there were all these monitors and, and it was just like, oh, my God, like walls of monitors. And it looked like I was looking at different parts of galaxies and stargates and portals. And But it was all connected to me. So I was all wired up. And everything, they somehow had a technology to map this. So I actually saw it. Hmm. So they are mapping you. They are mapping you know how to use you and how to how how much how many galaxies are you connected to how many how many stargates how many whatever right and i know in my personal experience like they were using me in weird capacities where i would have to go to certain places in the world and it was my dna that would activate the opening of a sealed you know room with artifacts like so the ceiling of the these environments were out of this ancient technology done with stone but it 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 registers your dna right and i was taken to various locations because of that because they couldn't open it so there's a lot going on right mm -hmm. and they will want you to doubt because one of the biggest programs right from the get-go when you're born here is that your imagination is is fictitious that it's not real so they're going to start that program right away here because they really don't want you knowing that your imagination is actually you linking to all of the possibility yeah, your creativity right all that's connected to source that's where you yeah. get it from yeah right. mm -hmm. So there's a lot. And then, you know, in terms of like reptilians, I also witnessed reptilians shape-shifting in front of me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and that, I mean, I'd say the funniest one that happened, which wasn't funny to anybody else, but I was like, 
kind of, you know, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I was in a bank. Yeah. And it was a teller. And the teller, as soon as I got up, to, she was my teller. And as soon as I got up there, oh, my God, she was so nervous. She was just freaking out. She was sweating, shaking. She kept dropping everything. Everybody noticed. Like, we were all looking at her like, like, what's going on with you? And I'm just, like, watching her going, like, what, what? And then before our eyes, in the middle of the bank, it was noon, she shapeshifted. Everybody witnessed it. So can so are some people more like equipped to see that sort of thing? Because not a lot of people really see that. I've spoken to David Ike. He's seen it once, I think, and he's spoken to people who have seen it. And he describes it as like, you know, sort of melding of frequencies. Um, there is actually like sort of scientific explanation behind it. But I, of course, have never seen anything like that happen. So it's hard to, you know. You know, when I saw, I mean, like I say, we all saw it in the bank. Okay. Everybody in the bank saw it. Really? So, by, oh yeah. By the time it was finished, by the time, like she, literally could not hold on to her human uh, suit, and when she was shape shifting, I mean, she was a full on reptilian right there. So it was physical. It wasn't like, oh, it's kind of holographic. I can see through. No, she was physical, full on reptilian. Hello, and. She went running out, like running out screaming. So hmm. she, so she knew she shapeshifted, and everybody at the bank. I mean, you know, they were freaking out. I, I was just like smirking. Yeah, I would think that you would know? that that news would make it somewhere, right? That well, was kind of. I, I don't think they want that news out there, and I'm not right. like know if they did try it or not. Um, this happened like uh, it was actually in Vancouver. So it was very uh, mm -hmm. tons of people in the bank, but she went running out and, and she was running out screaming and everybody didn't understand how to handle what they just witnessed. Like it, you know, basically I had to calm down a lot of people in that bank mm -hmm. because they were all thinking they were insane that they didn't understand what they just saw. I completely understood. I was like, Oh, well, you know, sometimes my frequent, my frequency, when I get close to someone who isn't human, they will shape shift. So, and she knew, I think as soon as I got to the front where she was my teller, I think she knew I had that frequency and that's why she was so freaked out. What? And, Sorry, she, tried, she tried to get somebody else to be my teller, but they were all busy. So she had to be my teller. But, you know, she was registering that whatever my frequency is can, can over, like it, it causes that effect, which, mm -hmm. you know, has, has happened often in my life. Um, after that, I went back to that bank uh, a few days later because I was curious, like what, you know, where's that woman? What happened? Is she still here? She never came back to work. What What's your opinion on, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, CEO of a big uh, vaccine company, um, Borla. He's got a video, a few videos actually, where I don't know how his neck actually does this as a human. 
it literally expands and contracts and it's on camera uh there's there's really like no way of explaining how this can be done as a human being i've asked people to send me videos if they can do this with their neck nobody's sent me anything what do you think about that guy and have you seen any reptilians do that with their neck um there's many different kinds of reptilians right okay and like kind of frog reptilian beings as well right mm -hmm. um so i'm not sure what kind he is he's not normal reptilian because they don't really do that mm -hmm. um, to me that's amphibious for sure of something that may be similar or is connected to the reptilian line but a bit different um and that's definitely you know something that is registered by camera because camera will catch all these anomalies often i've heard that yeah you know glass will often you know glass is interesting because even at times you can hold glass up to the sky and where there's nothing that you see there'll be like a ship there so you know there's something to the that extra layer of glass and and the camera and the frequency it can just show up all these things mm. is that guy human no no he's not <laughs> absolutely Really doesn't seem like it. I mean, even to and and I checked like this was a mainstream media video. It was not like a fake video that I found anywhere. You can go on YouTube right now and search multiple videos where this happens. You so should put, you should put it on here and share screen. Yeah, I could do. I mean, I mean, I could edit it in. I don't know if I have it handy, but I'll I'll definitely edit it in. And now I think with this announcement, we are making this dream reality. Many of your medicines we know from the COVID vaccine very effective very welcome the logistics around that vaccine were not straightforward because of the new technologies we're talking about countries here that do not have advanced healthcare infrastructure talk if you can for a moment about the safety what have you learned about serious side effects in this vaccine they are very rare do you anticipate or maybe stay up at night thinking about the possibility you're gonna to have to go back in the lab at some point and come up with something better and I, I save like a screenshot of like where I find it a lot too, in case yeah. people think I just like found it on some deep website or something. But uh, no, it's uh, it's weird. And nobody questions this. Yeah, like, I'm not you know, I'm not saying like this is true. That is true, whatever. But I'm but I'm saying like this is weird. Like what's what's the deal? <laughs> like no one does that with their neck. It's I think, strange. no, it's true. And it's like when I think of that experience where that woman um, shapeshifted back into her form at the bank. And I look at the uh, reaction of everybody there. They were questioning what they saw. So I think even if if people, if something is so uncomfortable and so alien to them, they're going to start playing this like, I couldn't have possibly seen that. Like, Maybe I was daydreaming, maybe like, but there's no way I could have just seen what I saw. And I, that's their comfort zone. So it's very odd. Yeah. You have to have a higher frequency to accept these things and a consciousness to match it, to go, hey, there you go. That's it. And recognize it and recognize it not as a threat to you. Because when you shut yourself down, it's because you feel threatened. Yeah. That that reality is threatening you. It's a that's that's cognitive dissonance. The same yeah. thing where you show people like medical literature on something, you know, like you can say, yeah. look, this is 
it's right here, black and white, and they'll yep. still they'll, they'll still like, do no, whatever no, they no. want. Yeah, they'll just deny it because it's more comfortable for them. Um, so yeah, I can totally see that. I mean, it's like more, it's way more comfortable to believe you didn't see a reptilian for sure. Well, and look at um, look at um, Biden, right? Like, like there's so many yeah. pictures of him, and there was this one where he had like a little creature coming out of his, oh, um, I... like a little creature that came out. You clearly see it, poked its head out. It's like half of its body, and it went. I didn't back. see that one. I saw one where it looks like he's legit wearing a mask. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah. mainstream video. I have that one as well. Like you can see the differential. Yeah. yeah. And his wrists, too. Yeah. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. people said, whoa, I didn't know that's where I got that from. And look what we did. We won back 41 seats, mm -hmm. Republican seats in purple and red areas. Because people see, you didn't hear any Republicans out there saying, I'm going to take away your pre-existing condition mm -hmm. coverage. Because they figured it out. Mm -hmm. The one thing that Trump has done, he sort of pulled the Band-Aid off and said, this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah, and creature this one. creature came right out, and it was like whatever he's got that it came popping right out, and then went back in. What the hell? Here's heck? it. Yeah, I'll send you that video. Yeah, please do. I'll, I'm gonna edit all these in because people are gonna think we're absolutely batshit crazy, and that's mm -hmm. fine. But uh, yeah, I'll put them in. You can decide for yourself. One of the reasons they're shut down is because they want to keep it shut down until after the election oh, on yeah. November 3rd. I want to move on to another because subject. Because it's a I want to move on to another subject. But those, I, I but those move, states, those states are not subject. doing well that are shut I, down. Because subject. it's a political there's so many veils here right and and the veils are a part of the interface system so that the interface system is there to um interface with your technology that you've been created with for this reality and it will have you seeing what it wants you to see but as soon as you start raising your frequency and your dna starts changing it's like you're you're able to see through these veils and then you're going to start seeing oh my god like there is everything here like everything so you you know you're going to be able to see like for example the the reptilians basically function in the fourth dimension right yeah fourth dimension um interfaces with the third dimension okay this is how they phase in and out right um but you are going to start seeing through all this and into beyond the veils that's what happens when your frequency and you start being activated and and your dna reflects it your consciousness reflects it and what you're able to perceive reflects it and the projection interface system has a harder time controlling you right so you start being kind of a glitch in the matrix hmm. able to perceive and see through and beyond it and you can just keep going with it because it's you're unlimited, right? I know when I was young, you know, I had to, I was like, gee, I can't keep living in this where I'm seeing everything all the time because it's getting to the point where I can't really live my day-to-day -day life. There were times when lit, I, everything was see-through, like holographic see-through, like literally seeing through everything. 
and seeing through the earth. Like it was, you know, stuff like that. Mm. So I had to learn to be more grounded so that because it was just making life impossible if I was going to be in an avatar in in yeah. this density, I had to match that density, right? I couldn't just be because I would just cease to be then eventually. I feel like that, at least on a metaphorical sense, where I see through all the constructs in place and it makes it very hard to live, have relationships or, you know, you can't talk about this stuff with people. Uh, which therapists even you know, there's I, no therapist that will talk to you which is insane when you think yeah. about it because this is the kind of stuff you should be talking about all the time because it's part of your realization you're becoming it's part of how you're you're like activating and if you can't talk about it and you're just scared to it to me it's it's crazy like it is absolutely insane like what kind of life are people living yeah you know hard yeah, I've, 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 I've personally feel like I've just sort of stagnated, you know, like I'm standing in one place sort of as far as living, living my life. Right. Uh, and also relationships for sure. Like, yeah. you know, you, you can't you can't do like normal. You no. know, it just it's impossible. So you have to have an energy frequency match hmm. that that consciousness match, because otherwise it. It is, to me, it is an energy that is there to stop you. So if you try and match with a lower energy, that lower energy is going to try and keep you in that same field. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. I mean, that's why, you know, there's so many predators that are sent out to, they're only ever sent out to those that are celestial and, and have the light of prime source. You know, you, you're going to get a lot of um, demons in the flesh that look like human. You're going to get reptilians that look like human, and they're going to be sent out to you to become, to be in a relationship. You're going to be drugged. You're going to find out that your life is a living hell with this person that has this magnetic magic holding you stuck in it it's going to defy like the laws of physics because everything in your mind's going to be why would i be with somebody i see this all the time i see this mm -hmm. all the time and they it's like they track they track the celestials they track the primes they track the reels and they go for it and then you connect with these people and, you know, the next thing you know, you're in this really toxic drug induced relationship that is like actually so damaging you. And I see this over and over and over and over again. So, you know, the glue to even get you hooked into something like that to begin with is that they have celestial knowledge and information. That's a part of their masquerade. And they use it to a celestial, to a prime. And the prime recognizes it because that's where you come from. So you go, oh, my God, this person knows all this stuff. And they have reptilian demonic technology that they start hooking you, hooking into you. And when it and when that happens, you're you now have this like magnetic attachment that you you can't control, you know, and then 
after the love bombing is done where they like love bomb you so much then you're you're really roped into a really bad toxic abusive cycle and, and this i this pattern i see all the time i have a lot of clients that that are in these situations because they are trying to damage and stop all of the celestials and the primes and the reals they're trying to stop the evolution. They're trying to like imprison them. It's like, you know, really taking a divine bird and cutting their wings off. And now you're, you don't have access to the ability to fly. This is what they're doing. Not to mention that really the bottom line is they're trying to destroy you hmm. and take you out. Definitely feels that way sometimes. And there's, yeah, there's plenty of those in New York City. <laughs> there are that ways. much. <laughs> yeah. Gotta yeah. be careful. Yeah. Um, because they, they hone in on you. That's what they're yeah. looking for. They're looking for that divine light, that divine template. It's like they have an absolute meter put in them that tracks them right to you. Hmm. And they'll give you that the visage that you want so bad at the beginning to entice you and lure you in and spell you in. So they'll like mirror to you everything you desire and love and want. And that, you know, before you know it, you're completely a prisoner. Do you believe in the whole NPC thing that some people oh, are? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've always called them backdrops. Um, mm -hmm. And absolutely, 100%, for sure. Yeah. And I'm not saying, okay, I got to balance that out because I don't want people thinking, like, if they think somebody is a backdrop, then they're going to dehumanize them. I don't think that's right. right. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, us as created beings and creators, sometimes we will create our own holographic backdrops for our own evolution. So we will make them, we will, we will design them. And, and this is a way for us to get the experience we need for ourselves in a particular way. So sometimes we do it. Now, if you're going to create anything, you're going to create holographically anyway. So a part of that is just like the way that creation works. It's not always just, um, you know, evil and we're, we shouldn't look at them like they're not sentient either. It's just, it's not right, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so what? They may be, they may be a backdrop. Okay. All right. That's cool. I mean, I've met many and I'm fine with it. I'll have whatever I need to with them and thank them. And, you know, they're a part of the, the macro experience of it all. So, you know, I, I'm grateful for whatever I can be grateful for. If I, if you go demonizing everything to that, to the point where you start treating someone like they're not human or sentient, I mean, I don't care what realm you're in. I don't care if the whole thing is completely artificial. Like you need to come from the point of love and the bigger picture. Right. So it's all right. On you. you know? Yeah. And and sure, does the simulacrum use uh, backdrops to screw you up sometimes or maybe all the time? <laughs> sure. Okay. But 
but who's who's going to win? Who's going to come out of it winning and learning more and using more of your ability, your meta ability? You are. Because literally, prime creation will take any experience and make a, something beautiful out of it. Right? Hmm. It, it, what's worse to me is, is when demons um, use human bodies to masquerade themselves as human. That to me is worse because they have the technology to look like a human, but they're actually demons. They're full on demons. Okay, to me, that's far worse. I think that the, the whole reptilian thing gets confused with demons. And I, mean, I think all that stuff is so conflated. I mean, because yeah. what really, what is a reptilian? I mean, it looks pretty demonic to me, right? It it definitely does. Um, they're True. super ancient for sure. Um, and, it, and they absolutely look demonic. Uh, yes. But, you know, um, are they all like that? Like, how many species are there? How many realms are there? How many galaxies? How many worlds? How many universes? How many, you know, you're talking. Yeah. And then how many lower astral realms are there where there are like, you know, the the Nephilim, the Fallen, the Watchers, uh, you know, that, that are super demonic and they've created technology and now they, you know, can put one of themselves in a human body. Um, super dangerous, right? And I see people getting in relationships with those far worse than a backdrop. Mm. You know, a backdrop's programmed, sure, program software, and they're they're going to run their program, and they can't really exceed that program. They can learn and keep learning, but they're going to more or less stay with that software, right? Like whatever that is. And in my experience, I don't know. They're not they're not insidious like demons that look like humans. You know? Yeah. I guess so there's, more a like... lot. there's a lot going on. I mean, there's a, there's a great video. I should, I'm going to send this to you as well. So I like to collect a video of a phenomenon because, you know, I come from a lifetime of a phenomenon. And uh, there's this one in particular where this guy gets attacked He's wearing a backpack and um, he's being attacked. And this is a re recorded camera um, on the street. And what you see coming out of him to attack the attacker is this like reptilian type being that literally comes out of the body of this man who's being attacked. Comes right out of him and it hits the attacker. And the attacker sees that it's this creature and not the guy that's on the floor that he attacked, freaks out, runs away. Okay. Like he's totally freaked out. Then you see this creature go back into the body of the guy on the floor. This is on video. Yeah. It was a street camera. Do you have it handy? Uh, yeah, I have it. You can share anything you want. It's up to you though. Um, to... Oh, I may have seen this. Of what I'm talking about. Well, this is a form of possession. See, it it'll uh, go in so you can see it better. Wow. So now... 
films. Wow. He back in. I, I remember seeing this somewhere and I, I'll be honest with you, I figured it was just some fake thing. But I mean, th the thing is, we don't really have any context for something like that. So, I mean, that's pr it's pretty good for something, even if it was fake, I will say. And I've seen a lot of fake Hollywood stuff. Yeah, this is why I like that video, because um, like I say, I collect a lot of uh, videos of caught phenomena and I've had Yeah. so much experience with this kind of stuff with people like seeing you know them shapeshift seeing something come out of them so when i saw that this is real this is a real capture of that yeah and that's to me one of the best examples caught on film but you know i witnessed a lot of it in my life Hmm. Craziness. mm. Um. All right. I want to. I want to get into before we get to. Is there so many things to talk about? Um. I think it was your third, NDE. Um. No. Se second. Where it deals with like the. Um, the more arconic aspect Oh, of everything. uh, is that when I went into the deep? um i don't think so no you you mentioned there was a like a demonic attack or um in Oh, the re that one. the reincarnation Oh, yeah. trap sort of thing i wanted to get into because i'm i've really been getting into that a lot i i interviewed uh howdy mccoskey who uh wrote a book called exit the cave and um so the whole premise is that like the you know arconic beings um basically control the reincarnation trap and keep us cyc
and creatures were literally trying to cut that and just kill me and probably take me somewhere you know like it was full on i was uh, there was an intervention that happened where suddenly all of these like celestial beings came and there was like a small army of them and they came and there was this full-on battle and as it was happening like i'm just trying to like stay alive there like i realized they were trying to completely cut the cord and and disconnect me from my soul connection to my spirit to my oversoul to my true body hmm. okay that they wanted to capture me and um there when this when this celestial group of guardians or warriors came there was quite a lot of them i mean it was like a small army um i was surrounded first of all by a bunch of them that they formed a circle around me in that space and then everybody else was fighting all these creatures i mean it was full-on massive battle that happened and when they succeeded and they were finally able to kill them get rid of them um i was taken back i was returned and escorted by them all and scolded right because they were saying you can't go out this far you can't just like leave your body and go this far and travel this far you're this is what happens these these entities these beings they wait for people like you and their whole thing is to not just like disconnect you but to take your soul like to take you so i was really scolded mm. and um and they escorted me back at that time i didn't realize but um the ambulance had got there and i guess they were they were using a defibrillator on me and they were going on their like third time to use it cuz i wasn't coming back and i'd mm -hmm. been um dead for about 12 minutes at that time so by the time they escorted me back and they said you know they basically said don't you ever do that again don't you ever go that far again because all of these entities and beings they know who you are and they're waiting for you like you just can't be um it's kind of like you can't be so um thoughtless that you don't realize this you know because it took a lot for them to come and and to be there and to do what they did to like protect me to bring me back and to kill all those creatures right so there's dangerous neighborhoods even up there huge <laughs> man huge like that was a full on war that happened it was crazy crazy and um so, you know, by the time I got into my body, that was like the fourth um, time that they used the defibrillator because they thought she's coming back. Like I was purple, wow. like she was completely purple. I was purple, gone, right? Just gone and cold. And when they used it the fourth time, that's when I managed to get back. Like that's when they, you know, put my, my soul back in my body and that that was the whatever the electrical pulse i needed to to return me and it was like insane i had no idea i was gone for that long 
So that was, uh, yeah, there, there's neighbor, there's really dangerous neighborhoods. <laughs> oh, that's and, a bummer. <laughs> you know, and they know you, like, they really do know you. And like, you, you got to think, right? Your, your light that emanates, you may not see it, but it's a signature. And that light is massive. Okay. You can't see it yourself, but if you saw it with your true spirit eye you would see that this light goes on forever it's like it just it's huge it's like this huge column that like it, it's infinite so in any realm of darkness that's a huge neon sign hmm. right i i have a friend who believes that they implemented uh the scanners after 9 11 to uh to capture your signature I don't know if that's true, but it's an interesting theory. Yeah, that um, is actually. But and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, really. Yeah, can't really because, at this point. Because they do. This is the whole point. Like they know, right? They know it. They see it was a neon sign. Like you basically light up any dark uh, black hole you're in. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter where you are. You're so incredibly bright and infinite it just goes on and on forever and really hard to hide right like you can't really hide that so and they definitely know who we are there and they know who we are here so how do we avoid this whole reincarnation trap and how are they able to to do that whole thing because that's my i guess my my biggest like worry right now is like leaving this place and then getting stuck back here <laughs> that's where i'm at mentally you you uh simply say no this is not where i'm from i'm returning mm -hmm. home this is not this is not my world so no i'm not going to do this i'm going home so it's just about standing in your power and Everything here is a contract. Everything yes. here is either you saying yes or no. It's no different up there or up natural there. law, cosmic law, right? Yep. People... You... Like they're going to convince you, right? Like there was a, there was a guy who killed himself. Right. And, yeah. and um, it wasn't really supposed to happen and he didn't live out like what he was supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. And he had an experience where you know he went out there and they were just sitting down with him and he was and they were saying, Oh, you were not supposed to do that. So we gotta send you back in because number one, you gotta complete the mission. Number two, um, you screwed up, created the karma now because you, you know, checked out too early. And so we can't have that. So they they spoke to him in a way that made him think he didn't have a choice. That that yeah. was just right, you know, the way it is. And he, he said to them, he goes, uh, no, I'm not going back. And they were like, pardon? No, I'm not going back. I don't need to go back. Then they had to have a meeting. Then they were like, they wouldn't let him hear what they were talking about or how they were going to try and figure out a way to get him back in there. Unfortunately for him, yeah, they got him back in, right? So he came back from his NDE experience. Yeah. Right. Because they did manage to hook him in. Yeah. But like, no, you just, you know what? I am not from here. I'm going home. And no, I'm not going to play the karma game. 
because a lot of that karma was designed to give me shit choices right that i wouldn't have chosen to begin with it's so interesting and i've read ndes like this where they like they're taken into a courtroom and they're you know like they're being judged and stuff um, and it's exactly how they do things here. You know what I mean? Like they make you think that you have no choice or that they have this power over you. It's all like it's all a trick. Um, like like here when people stood up for themselves and they said, no, I'm not wearing that on my face or no, I'm not taking that. Like you can screw your job or whatever. They uh, eventually like they will admit that you that they have no power. There is no law. That supports what they're trying to do uh, for you. There was people who got through customs and stuff, but they had to take the time to sit and talk to customs agents to to say, like, this is the law. This does you know, this is not supported, blah, 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 blah. They knew what they were talking about. They stood up for themselves and they eventually got through. It was a pain. It was a pain in the ass. But uh, but, you know, their their little tricks disappeared after a while. Well, you can't tell me that if they set you up, in a bad situation and they give you only two choices to choose from and both of them are karma creating and they make it so impossible for you to choose a third that that's a fair karma right that's not like that's not you being an idiot creating it for yourself when you could have chosen something great okay that's you being like screwed yeah it's so coercion. to me that doesn't hold anything and that's not really your karma anyway yeah so and and a lot of it is yeah no you just say no I'm not I'm done with this I don't need it not even where I'm from and I'm going I'm going home and they cannot hold you I agree I agree with that and a lot of people have been poo pooing natural law lately and I think that's so ridiculous because it's uh it I think it definitely carries over you know. They're- doing natural law natural law i don't know if you've looked into like the legal system and all that but that's all a construct facade too right it's not real law is not codes yeah right they put these codes on top of real law god's law yeah and then they people just think they have to follow it they think they have to be ruled by other men but you you don't there's nothing we're not born with anything written that says like hey this dude with a badge and a gun has some right over you or like this this dude in an office somewhere or a courtroom or they have the right to own land that you have to buy or right. any of them. Right. Come on. It's yeah. all a facade. It's all a yeah. facade. And when people see through it, they're they're gonna be shocked, you know. But there's and, so many. And this is a this is a facsimile copy. It's not the real one. It's a copy yeah. you're so you know what? You're not from here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to go to the original, I'll tell you that much. Well, you yeah, people are going to the original, so yeah. Um, so I have to ask you, because I know you've mentioned before, uh, like, can you tell me anything new about, because I've studied like the the Canaanites, Phoenicians, the Khazars, and obviously they're all connected with these these demonic entities and, and beings. Um, can you tell me anything about the, the origins of, of those people that I might not know? Um, like the terrestrial origin, like as in... Yeah. Turkey? the east ukraine like like outside of this world like do you know maybe any well, other origins? Put, put a little uh seed in there that the origin is turkey and east ukraine okay the ukraine war is yeah made. oh yeah <laughs> right so um 
you know, I, I think that, well, first of all, they have a fascination to, to drink blood, right? Right. Um, Sacrifice, and blood rituals, yeah. so originally, um, before they became um, Jews, they had to because they were basically told you can't just keep taking our people and, you know, eating them and drinking them. Like you need to have a religion or something because Yeah. you can't just keep allowing this. Um, but, but for that serpent seed to have that drive to desire and need blood to begin with and to hide under a religion that does sacrifices of blood. Um, you know, you're looking at a fallen race. You're looking at um, a Nephilim race Mm hmm of the fallen who, um, you know, ended up in human form. Kind of trapped here too, really, right? Um, the line, I think, starts from there. It's such a murky, it, it's so murky because, I mean, there were such a, like a vast network and one of my friends turned me on to like the whole uh, Celtic connection, um, the whole red hair thing. There's, there's some connection, may have originated with them actually, um, because you hear stories about like, you know, red hair and fair, fair skinned people back then. It doesn't really make any sense. Uh, and if you look at uh, like Gaelic, it's exactly ancient Phoenician. The original Celtic line is Basque. Yeah. It's Basque. their Basques. Basculus, right? Basilica. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. Celts. Uh-huh. And the Celts that you have in England and Scotland and Ireland, they are all originally the Basques. Mm hmm Okay. So this is, you know, something that is not very well known because it's they've done a lot to even hide anything and everything about the Basques. Yeah. But the Celts are Basque and they're um, Atlantean in origin. You know, and then there is a mixture of Anunnaki at some point. Mm. Right. Makes That sense. breed. But, you know, the Basque, when you you look at the timeline of, of, well, the fake timeline that we know, but we do know, like, if you look at Cro-Magnons and Neanderthal, So you see that there's a missing link between the two and there's no explanation why the Cro-Magnons were wiped out when they were completely superior to the Neanderthal. So the Neanderthal is a different species from the Cro-Magnon and they are vastly inferior to the Cro-Magnon, yet they show up out of nowhere and the Cro-Magnon disappears, essentially. Complete missing link. Well, the Cro-Magnons related to the Atlanteans, which are Basque. That's why the Basque have Cro-Magnon. So, you know, that's the one lineage. Now, the Khazars, like I say, are not that. They are, they are the serpent seed. They are the fallen. They were called the serpent, uh, the serpent people back back in the day. Yeah. Well, I, I think that was their um, symbol, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, and they are not human per se, of course. And that's why they have that. They don't, they hid behind um, being 
Jewish. They hid right. behind. Which is what a lot a lot of people don't understand. They say it's the Jews, but it's it was infiltrated. Yeah, exactly. They took, they took, they took on various cultures, various religions. And you can see that with the Sabbatean Frankists, especially. Um, they they did the same thing, right? And the language also that is the the Jewish, the Hebrew, it was actually um a re like they reassembled their language and made it into the Hebrew, but they infiltrated and hid in that religion and uh, amassed the power, right? Yeah. Over time, but, you know, they are to me the fallen, the Nephilim. They are to me that serpent line that isn't human. And, you know, I mean, this, this, they probably really have that obsession for blood because they do um, know that they can live longer and that they can gain psychic abilities by drinking it because that's, you know, when you, you're talking about a fallen, they don't have the same abilities that um, celestials and primes and reals have where we can go anywhere. We can, there is nowhere we can't go. Like, I mean, everything is accessible to us. They can't. The fallen can't, but if they drink the blood, they can. They can access what we can do, and they can gain those um, psychic abilities through that. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Why they have such an uh, obsession with it? Yeah. Um. But you know, I mean, you're talking about um, a hidden race that has done a lot to hide themselves and to yeah. become other things so that they keep hiding themselves and then they created a political agenda that was so great that it protected them from that point on when i'm talking about is creating the um the whole nazi thing yes yeah it was you know strategic because then from that moment on nobody could ever say anything negative and blah 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 it's a really it's another way to cloak themselves right yeah. The, the Nazi, a lot of people think like, oh, the Nazis were good. Like, I think Hitler functioned as like a sort of controlled opposition. Right. And a lot of people are still confused by that. But if you look at the Nazi sim symbolism and the, the, the symbols that they used, I mean, it's all like dark occult. You know, they turned the, the, the symbol to the left. It sort of symbolizes the left hand path. Um, they did rituals. Himmler had if you look into Himmler's castle, he had a ritual room. I mean, good people don't do that. No. <laughs> you know? Uh, human uh, celestials don't do that. Yeah, right. Right? Like, you're something else if you do that stuff. You're, you ain't human. Yeah. But, yeah, that that whole thing, or even, like, the, the symbol of the swastika, which is yeah. originally not even from here. It's a divine... Um, symbol of course what does the counterfeit reality do the counterfeit copy reality will take the original and invert it yes and that's so, like sort of like say, satanism grew out of all this stuff and they invert that's the whole thing with satanism inversion right yeah. yeah so you know i think that um they've done a really good job to to hide themselves create a religion and create a language uh in that religion to say it is like uh, like a 
holy. So all of these things that they've done is just really protected them. Yeah. Being seen, known. They, I mean, it's, it's incredible. They don't, this whole thing with the Ukraine even, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So originally Kazaria. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With I don't know. Look at the guy running it. I mean, how do you like trust that guy? <laughs> well, yeah. and I think now we're finding out more. We're able to like bring the truth out more and more. We're going to be seeing more information coming out about all this stuff because yeah. it's getting harder for them to hide. And this is a divine, um, a divine appointment that they are going to be revealed. So there are forces working that are going to and are making it impossible for them to hide. Hmm. When do you think this is all going to come to a head? I know in the 2030s, if you, if you listen to people like Ray Kurzweil, who's like totally psycho, he says like in the 2030s, they're going to start injecting people with nanobots as if they haven't already. Uh, and uh, they're going to plug them into the cloud, upload their consciousness. These are things that he said in the in the mainstream. But our brain is not connected to the cloud. So that's going to happen uh, in the 2030s. Um, and we will then be able to, I mean, this really uh, amplifies our brain. But I have to have it. I put it down and I don't, don't have it handy. I can't use it. Yeah, but Ray, I'm not giving you a scalpel to go into my brain and put electrodes. If I have just as good access to the cloud, by holding a smartphone and touching it with my thumbs. Well, uh, I mean, that is a point, but... <laughs> but, you, but you don't have to actually go in with a scalpel. I mean, we'll, we'll send uh, nanobots through the bloodstream. Oh, I feel much better about that now. <laughs> I do. I have been shown that they're going to, um, in one last effort, they're going to really um, try and force um people to receive uh something internally mm. um but it's kind of a last-ditch effort because nothing they're doing is working and you know their window is slowly like shutting they have a very little time if they try something like that which i was shown it um and I was shown that it would be um, in here, right? So this is why they were doing that test, to just test that out, not to mention that they were, that test was collecting DNA. It was also um, uh, already putting putting some of that stuff in there. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was also testing it out to see how well, like, implants would go up there. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, what I was shown was that they would just try and be Machiavellian and just take over with full on force. But then what's going to happen divinely is that they're, they're, they're going to meet up with the biggest divine force that won't allow them to. So, you know, sure. They're going to attempt They're The only thing that they have left to do is to go postal and just yeah. be like full on evil and try and force through that evil 
the mm. only thing that they can do because there's too many people waking up. There's too many people connecting the dots. We're saying, no, the consciousness stream is unifying. And when that happens, they lose power. They lose magic. We're mm. seeing this in Hollywood because everybody is, is waking up and connecting mm. to that unified field. These Hollywood magicians that are lineage magicians, family lineage magicians from Sars. I worked there. I was an actor. That was my career before 2020. <laughs> well, they're losing magic, literally mm. losing magic. So you're seeing them going down. Like that all is collapsing. So you're going to witness them losing power with our unified field okay the more that we connect in consciousness the more that we are actually connecting more to our becoming our dna is changing to reflect that for the new universe and the new consciousness so they're losing power it's like the gods of old in ancient greece where people just one day woke up and they were like you know what we're not gonna worship these gods anymore screw that and literally it was like like that it happened hmm. and they all just said no and then the gods were like that's it like all our, our magic is gone religion is a tough one magic, though it's our magic is is contingent and based on what they believe why because we're the ones that create it mm -hmm. okay that's how unlimited our power is so yeah, like religion is a tough one because, you know, sadly it's based on fear, right? And it, it gets people to be really afraid and, you know, it, it's like, well, you know, do you want to be a God that makes people afraid, so afraid that they, they're willing to like follow you because they're afraid of you? Or is like prime creator, like all loving and perfect? So who are you worshiping that? Yeah, that's a good point. Your fear. I'll protect you, but you have to be terrified of me. Right. And the real, it has nothing to do with the real God. When you really look at what these figures are saying, right? There's, yeah, they pepper in some good stuff, but it's all, it's all ultimately fear and, and like, you know, do be a good boy or girl or yeah. you're going to be punished. Right. Because right. I love you. <laughs> Yeah, and, and hence, like, that pathology is the imprint of this reality. If you look at it, it's all pain equals love, fear equals love. It's, it's the imprint of that parasitic mind mm -hmm. that everybody lives in, you know, because that, that's like, that's a, an, a copy that gets imprinted over you and then you've got all of those symptoms and fears and everything so you're just you're going to respond to whatever stimuli is being injected in you and if you know if it's a god making you afraid but saying i'll protect you stockholm you know then look at the world around you it is stockholm oh yeah yeah so but you know n no prime creator is gonna is going to want love from its creation to be afraid of him, her. <laughs> it's going to be the reverse, right?
Yeah. Because you are birthed out of that perfection and love. Right? And really, creation is kind of neutral. Like, hey, you want to go and experience all the crap you're experiencing and you want to make more crap for you? Sure, why not? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to stop you. Yeah. It might intervene for your own good and create miracles to protect you, like what happened to me. You know, there were a lot of miracles that happened um, to protect me, but it's not going to stop you from experiencing what you choose. You want to be an idiot? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a very, like, complex reality because... Like inside all of this control and the controlled machine of reality and all this stuff, you've got like unlimited potential. You go anywhere, do anything, um, create anything. You're just beginning to touch that. You're just beginning to touch that uh, meta ability within you that is so unlimited. You know, because for so long, the narrative has been wrought out of war and hatred and pain and suffering that every time somebody was born or reanimated um they they had that imprint in their blood in their dna and they were automatically like okay i'm happy to be a victim i'm happy to be like a serf mm. okay and and not really test anything out but now we have reached and gone beyond a point where we're all testing and we're all you know, pushing our own envelope for our own creation experience. So you're going to see a lot of magic happening, <laughs> you know, and sure on the opposite end, right? The polar opposite, they're going to squeeze harder on their end if they can. Yeah. Right. But their only card really is pure Machiavellian evil force. And that never works. Ever. Well, let's hope it doesn't. <laughs> I have, uh, you know, try to be optimistic. Um, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't. Sorry. It, yeah, I don't it, think works. it makes us even if they even if they try that, like their last hurrah. It, it honestly, it, we will become stronger. And we will find within ourselves something we didn't know existed there. And because we're at that point where we're, we're standing, yeah. you know, we're no longer like, yeah, you know, that carrot looks really good. I think I'll, I'll bite that carrot again. <laughs> Just like, yeah. carrot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, there's definitely a lot of people who have survived the last few years. Uh, it's definitely made everyone stronger. I definitely believe that for sure. Yeah, I think we are going to be seeing a lot of magic. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot of magic within our own lives. Um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Be remember, everything exists. And nothing <laughs> <exists>. Gary thought, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I, I don't want to keep you too too long. Um, I've already done almost two hours, but I, I hope you come back again. I'm sure there's more we can <laughs> we can talk about. Um, Tell people where they can find you. I know you run a business. Uh, where can people check you out? Uh, and yeah, I'd love to come back. That'd be great because there's awesome. always 
to talk yeah, about. I can't Maybe find want- a therapist, so this is the best I get. <laughs> people want to ask questions. Maybe like they can um, send you emails with questions that they have for our next one. True. That might be like a good idea. Because uh, I always like, I love questions and I love really challenging questions too. Okay. You know? Hopefully I asked you some. You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always just fly by the seat of my pants. Sort of. Love it. I think that's great. <laughs> I know like, I know there, there's like people that do have certain questions that can really go deeper into the rabbit hole. And I always love those opportunities. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you just can't think of it all when you're swimming in that sea of information because there's just yeah. so much to dip into. So that's like why I thought maybe that might be a good idea. But um, yeah, so people can find my YouTube Sovereign Key, which is um, Sovereign with uh, K-I and my website SovereignKey.com with K-I. Um, and uh, yeah, so I work with people from around the world, uh, do sessions. I offer courses um won't be offering a course until the end of july uh but um and uh, i'm kind of in yeah i'm all over the place but shoot uh, rumble like yeah excellent and oh. yeah, they can reach me at medikeykinetics at gmail.com and kinetics has no u in it it's just qi and uh or sovereign keys at gmail.com which is uh with a K-E-E-S, but it's all on my website. Okay. And I'll put that in the, in the caption for people to, sure. uh, to hit that, those links. Um, excellent. And if you're a first time uh, listener, viewer of this podcast, please uh, consider subscribing and, and sharing this podcast with, with people who might not think you're totally crazy. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome and helpful. So I want to thank you again, uh, Lauda. Thanks so much for stopping by. It was a, a great conversation. Thank you, Patrick. It was great. And thank you, everyone. Mwah.